Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 1.02 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Monday, March 28th. Have to double check on that, as I pretty much have to do every single day. Today, it's almost the end of March, 2022. And let me tell you what, I had my winter running mittens and hand warmers in them today. My hands were still cold. It is very cold out there today, guys. I am ready for spring and it is just not here yet. You know, I want to say that I should be used to this by now. Having lived in Chicago uh, for what? Uh, since 2004, so like 18 years now, 2005, something like that. So you sh I should be used to this by now, but I am not. I'm just I'm so ready for spring. Hopefully it's better where you guys are. Everyone listening on the podcast, if you're out there running, in the audio only version hopefully it's warmer where you are or at least you're not getting the crazy headwinds that i also had today so hopefully you're having some good weather and everyone watches on youtube later hopefully it's the end of the day and you're relaxing and putting this on and uh whew, hopefully you're nice and warm and <laughs> inside all right let's see who we got in the chat for today uh we got frank he's here talking about he's not a huge fan of the float ride energy three just seems stiff and dead to me. It's comfortable enough, but the ride is like an onshoot. At least it was cheap. You know, I know what you mean by that, Frank. I was thinking about that when I was running in the Float Ride Energy 3 Adventure, which I know that the Float Ride 4 is out. And then there's the other racing float ride that's out. Those are on the way. That's why I remember, I, I kind of forgot that I had the Float Ride Energy 3 and I've been meaning to use it. I've been meaning to review it. And then I got the email about the Float Ride 4, and I was like, oh, I forgot I had that shoe. And I was just going to be like, ah, oh, sometimes I, I get a shoe and I don't make a video about it. But I, run, I just wanted to wear it, so I was like, I should make a video. Because I do like the way it looks. But um, it makes me think, like, well, if On made a shoe without clouds and without a speed board and it felt like this, I'd be happier with some of the On shoes. So, I mean, I know what you mean, for sure. All right. If Innes says, hi, Kapuzin, everybody. Normal service has been resumed. British summertime has arrived, so it's back to 7 p.m. here for the live stream. Yeah, you know what's weird to me, too? Um, one is that, like, you guys have a different – you guys do daylight savings time as well, and it's at a different time like of year, you know? Like, that's bizarre to me. Um, also, it was, like, Mother's Day for, like, part of the world. I saw a lot of Mother's Day posts. Was it Mother's Day in the U.K.? So I saw a lot of those, and I was like, oh, did I forget? I'm like, no, wait, it's still spring. So in the U.S., it's not for much later. It's not until like May in the U.S. So <laughs> so that's like other things that are also just really bizarre to me. Lucas H. says, hello, my running friends. And Chris Dyke gives a wave saying, hi, folks. All right, Lucas H. says, co, when tasting gels from Walkbox, do you eat the whole gel, all of them, or put a clip on the top and save it for a run later? Um, that's what we're going to do today. Today, we're going to talk about uh, these. These are e-gels. I guess I should hold them the right way up so you guys can read the labels. E-gels. Uh, Dad or Al gave these to me when we were in LA. I he'd been he'd been talking about these before, and I just have never seen them. So I was really thankful that he brought some for me, and uh, I brought them back, and I'm gonna try them today. So I think it depends, Lucas, for your question. Like, what do I do with it? I did the tasting for the um, all the Univet flavors a little while ago and there was like seven or eight flavors that we went through there's no way a person should eat that many gels i only did a sampling i just like took like a taste of each one 
And even then, I think um, like after that, I was just jittery for a couple of hours afterwards. Because it's like if you're not, you know, burning calories at the time, like in the middle of a run uh, and you're just taking in all that sugar, it's a lot, you know. So, I mean, if you think about it, though, the strange thing is, you know, people drink will drink like a big gulp of soda. It's like the same amount of sugar as drinking like several gels all at once. And it doesn't phase people. I don't know how that works. Maybe that's why sodas are so popular in ultra racing. But um, when, when it's gel form, it just hits me. Hits me real fast. So today, though, I don't know if I'll eat the whole things of these because these are big gels. Each of these gels is, um, how many ounces is it? It's like one point, uh, where does it say it here? It said it somewhere. It's a lot. Let me, I'll find it. I'm sure I'll see. Oh, here we go. 1.9 ounces for each gel, 55 grams. So it's a pretty big gel. And there's 37 grams of carbs in each one of these. So I don't know if I'll eat the whole one of these, but I'll give it a good tasting, just enough to make sure I know what I'm getting. And then a lot of times it's a little bit wasteful because I don't know, like, I'm, I'm always terrified that I'm going to eat a gel and it's just gonna, and I'm just gonna be like, and like squeeze it up like a tube of toothpaste and it's just gonna be mold. I've never had that happen before. I've never heard of that happening to anyone, but I'm always just like, what it, cause we used to give those like squeeze pouches of like applesauce to my kids and my wife used to be like, taste it first. So that, that way if it's rancid, you'll know and the kids won't get it. And I was like, what kind of weird life do you live where you're always worried about this stuff? And now I can't stop thinking about it. So. I probably won't save it because I'm worried that it will go rancid or rotten on me. So it'll be a little bit of a waste, but I'll at least I get a chance to try it out, test it out for you guys and, and give, you, give you guys my thoughts. All right. Uh, oh, Sean Devlin says, hey, everyone, with a wave. The Achilles survived 20 on the – he ran 20 miles of the Boston course. Now, that's a way to do your 20-miler. He had perfect weather, and it was inspiring to see so many others out there, especially on the Newton Hills, starting to get excited. Ooh, wow. Yeah, Boston's getting close. It's in, what, not this weekend, not the weekend after that. So three weekends. So like the perfect time for your 20-miler. Ooh, yeah. I mean, it's almost taper time for you guys. So awesome, awesome. I, I really wish I could go this year, but I think I'm not going to be able to go. Uh, Jason Dahl says, hey, everyone, another cold day in Chicago. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. By the way, I keep looking over in that direction. And I'm a little bit distracted because over there is a very tall building. And um, there's a window washer on it. And a lot of times when there's window washing on high-rise buildings, they're in like a, like a scaffolding that like gets lowered down. like It gets lowered down as they wash the windows. Other times when there's window washers, they're like hanging from a rope. And they've got like a bucket behind them and then they're like, splash all the soap on and then they wipe it all off with the other it's that kind and um i remember when i was way 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 a long time ago before law school i was i spent a year as a temp in chicago and anytime i could i would just watch the window washers because i just I was like that's the job i really want how do i get that job screw this law school stuff i want to be a professional window washer yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I never pursued that. <laughs> uh, Martha got her Martha got her twenty miler in. I saw the Instagram post on that. Looked good out there, Martha. Well done. Um, let's see. Danny J says, "Hey friends," 
And Stephen C, 1984, had a, a PB on the weekend. All right, 132.04. Whoa, it's loud. Sorry. 132.04 and a half down from 134, 135.09. So a minute and five seconds. Great job, Stephen C. Well done. I think there was a lot of half marathons over the weekend. I'm loving to see it. I love Mondays. I love to hear about your guys' PRs. And I love to see videos on YouTube of people who ran over the weekend. So I'm a big fan of that. Congratulations. Uh, Eric the Red says running in Chicago has been brutal. Yeah, it's been raining a lot. It's been so wet. The temperatures have been so cold. It's been a normal spring, <laughs> you know, but it's been, it's been tough. It's been tough. Uh, Danny running with scissors says, good morning, Cohen friends. Finally made a live stream. It's been a while. It's good to see you. And Fantopolis Dopke says, oh yeah, split shorts and singlet today. Yeah, that's not how it is over here. All right. Um, Steve says, yo, what's going on? He's on a quick sunset walk. It's his first run in six weeks was yesterday, and every muscle is aching. Ooh. Well, hopefully you're, uh, you'll are you be able to get back into it. Uh, good good, j good day to go for a walk. Good day to go for a walk. Way to do it. Uh, Luis says, in L.A. They had, or in California, Mexico. I met Luis in California, but he's in Mexico. He says, last week, uh, we were at the uh, mid-80s, and now we have 15-mile-per-hour winds, and the rain is in the forecast. That's Tijuana. Yo, what's going on? I didn't know that Tijuana got a lot of rain. I don't know too much about Tijuana. One of my good friends, Ben, he um, lived in San Diego for a long time. And he would tell me he would just go to Tijuana on the weekends. I, for some reason, I thought it was so far. Um, he's like, no, it's just a good, you drive. And I was like, well, I get that you drove there. Um, but he would tell me all these stories about how he would just go there on the weekends and he would eat lobster. And I'm like, there's lobster in Tijuana. I'm like, I get it. It's a coastal town, but like, I don't, I didn't know there was lobster down there, but maybe that's somewhere I should go. It sounds like fun. Mm. Edgar Smith said, yo, finally made it to a live stream. Good to see you, Edgar. Thanks for stopping by. Um, if anyone is here new, and came with a running question, make sure you put it in there. If I haven't seen it already, feel free to put it in there again. Make sure I, so it bubbles up to the top so I can see it. Um, welcome to everyone who's new here. We're just uh, hanging out. I'm going to try some gels in a minute here, see how they are. Never had them before, so we'll do a little taste test. And uh, it's just a bunch of runners hanging out. So welcome to newcomers and all the regulars alike. That's something that I want to make sure I do more of. I feel like we got a really good crew, good group of regulars. Um, maybe not people that come every day, but people whose names I recognize when I see it in the chat. Um, but I do want to make sure that we are still being welcoming to people who are new and here for the first time. Mm. Sue says, hi, everyone. It's 23 degrees Fahrenheit this morning in New York. Yeah, that's what it was here yesterday. It was like 25 degrees for my run. Uh, it's going to be 69 on Thursday. Crazy. Well, that sounds good. When's the, does anyone know what the weather's going to be like in D.C.? That's going to be Reese Dawson asked anyone got any races this weekend. He races first, uh, half race the first half marathon on Sunday. Good luck. Uh, I'm going to be at, uh, I'm going to be in DC uh, this weekend. Hopefully, I'll be seeing a lot of you guys there on the shakeout run on Saturday, 9 a.m. We'll meet at the World War II Memorial. I'm really hoping for, if not warm weather, at least dry weather for the race. Because, like, you know, I want to get a lot of footage of the cherry blossoms and just, I mean, I think running around D.C. is, like, probably one of my favorite places to run. 
I just love running in the National Mall area, running around the Potomac, and all those other bodies of water that I don't know what they're specifically called. Um, but it's just a great place to run. I really enjoy it. There's always something to look at. So like the runs go by quickly in my mind. And then it's like, um, there's always that kind of like mix of like school tour groups and then very serious people in suits. And then like other serious people in suits who I'm presuming are like just keeping an eye out for security purposes and wondering who this dude with the big stick is. You know, when I, as I run around with like my like selfie stick and stuff, you know, I'm, this is this is the new case for the Insys 361 RS, by the way. It's kind of weird, um, but it's just what I have by me. Um, but yeah, so it's always kind of like this weird mix of like groups of people. And then there's a lot of runners. It's a big running town. So I'm looking forward to that over the weekend. All right. Adam says, first run in the MS uh, Metaspeed Ed, I wanted to say Metaspeed Sky Edge, but it's Metaspeed Edge yesterday. Not fast and legs hammered. We're going in. We'll see at 10 miles Sunday in uh, Sacto. What's that? Sacto. Um, loud like the sky. It seemed to be quieter towards the end. I think my stride automatically adapted. I think that's possible too. Um, yeah, the only thing, I haven't tried the edge before, but the only thing that I've heard about it um, is from Dina Castor. She was telling me about it when I met her in uh, Austin at TRE. And she said that she doesn't really know the difference between the edge and the sky. She's like, if he did like a blind, you know, t tasting, I guess, or if like a blind shoe try on, she's not sure she would know which one is which. But she says that her some of her athletes do, that she coaches. And she says that sometimes they will put on the Metaspeed edge for their track work. So stuff that's like faster than like, Five, like 10k pace or 5k pace um, or faster than that even and then they'll reach for the metaspeed sky when they're on the roads and doing like marathon pace work or half marathon pace work so um, that's how she said she says that's how some very fast people like to use the two shoes differently so I'm thinking I'm wondering maybe if it's one is a little bit more suited towards um, shorter distance racing but I'm not really sure because I haven't tried it yet myself all right uh, I'm going to scroll down to the, at the bottom of the chat to make sure I, um, oh, okay. Sacto is Sacramento where CIM finishes. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. I just didn't know if it was somewhere else. All right. Um, oh, the sober gummy says 57 and cloudy on Sunday in DC. That's some good racing weather. That sounds really good. Good racing weather for, um, yeah. Luke Klein says overcast and no rain. Awesome. I can't really ask for much better than that. Um, I mean, like, sunny would also be good, too, but um, I'll take it. I'll take that any day. Uh, I think that'll be good, really good racing weather. I'm not sure what I'm going to be in the mood for on, um, on, on Sunday race-wise. Part of me is, like, mentally I'm ready to, to, like, really go after another run, uh, a hard run. And then I came back from my run today. I think I ran. I don't know. I don't remember how much I ran. I ran down to the Navy Pier and back. I think that's going to be about eight, eight and a half miles, maybe, uh, maybe eight miles. And, uh, I was just sitting here at the table getting ready for a live stream. And I was like, uh, 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 I'm tired. So like, I wasn't panting, but I just felt like a little bit tired. So like an easy run, uh, this far out from the marathon, um, has me feeling a little tired. So who knows what I'll actually be ready for. But 
if the weather's nice, I'll be able to get some, at least some good footage of the race. Super Unjit says, currently 33 in Minneapolis, and it was cold enough this morning I had to use puffy mittens. I thought I was done with those for the year. Yeah. So let me tell you what I've been doing. The last couple, this last week, I was thinking, all right, it's cold now. I still need to get some of that winter running clothes out. But the way I use my winter running clothes is I will, I like for running like jackets and stuff, if it's an easy run, I might not get that sweaty. And so I will kind of like flip it out inside out, let it kind of air out, and then I'll hang it in my closet inside out to let myself know that this is a piece that has been worn once, maybe twice before um, when I put it on. So like if I'm gonna go on a group run, maybe don't bring that one, but if I'm just going out for another easy run, fine. And so this last week I'm like, oh, surely the cold temperatures will end. This is the this is the last of it. So I've been like going through all the inside out clothes in the closet and then wearing it and then putting it into the hamper. But now I'm looking at the forecast for the for this week and I'm like, oh, tomorrow's gonna be cold. Wednesday's gonna rain. Thursday's gonna be a little bit warmer, but like 40 degrees here in Chicago. So I'm like, ah. Oh. Now I'm going to have to go wash all that stuff, wear it again, and then when it's really not that dirty still, I have to wash it again before I put it away for the winter, for the spring. So you can never win with the, with the laundry. Never win. Dadrunner Al is here. He says, yo, hello, everyone. Al, I got, I got the e-gels, so I'm going to try them today. Uh, I think that's a perfect time to, uh, to start off of them. Thanks so much for giving me these. All right. Um, let me tell you what. Well, I'll start with this one. I'm going to start with the Radical Raspberry. There's two flavors. Radical Raspberry. I mean, I don't know if there's more, but that'll give me two flavors. Radical Raspberry and Juicy Watermelon. So you guys know I don't always love raspberry stuff. Sometimes I don't mind it. Sometimes, like, uh, it makes me nervous. But we'll see. But um, this, uh, just about two ounces of gel has 150 calories and 37 grams of carbs. So that's a big one. That's a lot. That's a lot of sugar in there. Um, and it also has 230 milligrams of salt. So if you're looking for a gel that has a little bit of salt, I mean, they're e-gels, they're electrolyte gels. So if you're looking for salt, it's also got some magnesium and did say, I thought I saw magnesium. No, I see potassium in here. Um, so if you're looking for that, this is what you want to do. So what I did for LA, I did two Martins and then two gels that had a little bit more salt in them. And then two Martins, I did a, a Unived and then a Humachia Plus. And then I did two Martins to kind of fill, finish off the six gels for the race. So like, this is the kind of thing that can, uh, that I usually kind of look for in terms of something that has more salt. It's a lot more important on a day when it's going to be hot and I'm sweating more. I didn't, I mean, I sweat a lot at LA, but not like a ton. Um, not like compared to how much I sweat at Chicago last year. So cheers guys. We'll give it a try. It smells good. It smells like kind of like almost like a gum, like a candy flavor. This is good. I like this. Um, it's a raspberry flavor that I don't dislike. It's a, a thicker gel. It's not as thick as a goo. It's not as like like liquidy or loose as like a Unibed. So I like the texture of this one a lot. It kind of tastes, um, it's a little bit thicker than the filling of a jelly donut. 
but it definitely reminds me of like jelly donut flavor. Like raspberry jelly donut. That's what this is. It, it actually tastes really good. I might go for another. But look, at what color do you think it is on the inside? It looks like it probably is purple, but it's like a, a creamy color. That's going to spill all over. Yeah, but it's like a white, like a creamy pasty color. So like a donut. Everything reminds me of a donut. So really good. It's very surprised. I was I was not sure I was gonna like that one. Um, Danny J says, "What are the ingredients? Uh, maltose and dextrose are my guess. Yeah, first ingredient, maltodextrin. Good guess. And then um, filtered water, fructose, citric acid, sodium citrate, potassium citrate, and then natural flavor. And then there's the E gel amino acid blend of leucine, valine, isoleucine, and histidine. And then there's antioxidant vitamins." C and E, and sodium benzoate and potassium sorbate to retain freshness. So there you go. So that's what it is. Pretty good. Mm. <laughs> Shannon says loose. I don't love that word when talking about gel. I don't know how else to describe like Unived. I, I like, like what, it's not viscous. It's the, I don't know what the opposite of viscous is. Um, I usually just say liquid E, you know, like it's a, like a liquid. Um, but like, that's not really a word. So I just don't know how to <laughs> describe what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dad runner Alice is providing his own disclosure. He says, I have no affiliation with them. I just think they're great. And you go to their website and compare your own gel to it. That's cool. Um, yeah. He says it has saved a nauseous stomach for me before and also stopped cramps. It just reminds me of a donut. Like I could totally see eating that, like having that <laughs> inside a donut or a pastry. Um, it was, it was very sweet, which it makes sense because there's 37 grams of sugar in there, but pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Stokes 8 said, I had to uh, use use Adidas war mittens in the morning. Yeah, I had my craft winter mittens, which I didn't have them yesterday. I went with a different pair of like winter gloves and, the, and I didn't bring hand warmers and I, my hands were just like painfully cold and it just stayed with me the entire day. Once my hands get like that cold, they never come back. They just feel cold all day long, and I'm always kind of grumpy about it. So today I was like, I got to find – and I couldn't even find my winter gloves. I was like, I didn't put them away for the winter. And I was like, that sounds like something I would have done prematurely. Um, so, yeah. So, but, like, unfortunately I found them today. They kind of, like, hid themselves underneath the bed a little bit. I had to do some digging to find it and go get it. But – yeah, I was glad I had them today, and I was like, I'm definitely the, the hand warmers might be overkill, but I don't care. And uh, with the wind, really strong wind out of the north, and so as I was running south to start, I was like, oh, I'm hot, I'm sweating, my hands are hot. This was way overkill. And then once I turned around and I had a strong headwind, I was like, oh, I'm cold. I'm so cold. I'm like, I felt like I was overdressed, and now I feel like I'm so underdressed. So I was like, one of those. All right, someone was saying, oh yeah, Stokes 8 says, do you usually use gel on long runs? I debate if I should be using them on relatively easy but longer efforts. Um, I don't use them as like um, regularly during the winter. In the winter time, I think, 
I don't know, usually in the winter, I'm not training for a marathon. So usually in the winter, it's a lot of just easy running and it's just kind of like going out there and um, trying to manage the cold is my biggest concern. I'm usually not sweating that much and I'm usually not bringing that much liquid. So it's kind of like if I feel like it, if I'm going to be out there for longer than like an hour and a half, then I'll start thinking about it. Um, sometimes if I'm out there for, for, for an hour, I probably wouldn't bring it. Um, even a lot of times for my workouts in those, this winter, I would bring like one or two gels, um, for longer workouts, but I'd just be so cold. I'd wouldn't want to like try to deal with like, um, like getting the workouts done, you know, like, uh, uh getting the, the, uh, gels open so I can get the workout done. Um, so it was just, I, I didn't do, do that many in the summer. I use a lot more. Um, and for the summer, I feel like anything that's going to be over like an hour and 15 minutes or so, then I'll at least bring liquid or a gel and then maybe consider bring like either stopping at a water fountain along the way, because those are pretty readily available along the lakefront path here in Chicago. Um, or I'll bring some sort of fuel on my own. A lot of times I'm bringing the waste pack, the, um, flip belt. So, um, I do pretty regularly. Uh, so I have a couple of like tiers of gels that I use, like the expensive ones that I save for like races and some of the more key workouts. And then, um, then some ones that are in the middle that I just like, kind of like to have. And then I also have very cheap ones that are just like, I just need something. So, and the cheap ones are usually like, I like the cliff Roctane. Um, there's like a chocolate coconut. That's like one of my favorites and then science and sport. Uh, I think you could probably get some cheaper ones than even those. But like, as far as like cheapness goes and I like how they work and they're easy to, for me to digest, um, those are the ones that are working for me. So that's kind of how I like um, split it up. Mm. Brendan Cam's here, he says, oh, why hello there. I hope you're all doing well. What's going on, Brendan? Hopefully you guys are staying warm up there in Halifax. It's cold here, I gotta tell you. I mean, it's not that cold. It's just, I'm ready for it to be warm. Oh, Adam wants to know, did I run over the weekend? Did the kids kill each other? Did you tell your wife you were leaving them alone? I did run over the weekend. Um, the kids were fine because I got them in the, in the morning. They're such slow movers in the morning. It's kind of tough to get them to school on time a lot of the times. Um, and on the weekends, it's hard to get them moving. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I got back from the run. I, I, I started early so we get back early and get moving. And they're like, we just woke up a little while ago, Dad. We just want to watch iPad, you know? So it's just like sometimes it but like I caught them in like the iPad watching mo moment. Um, I, they already knew how to use FaceTime. I just made sure that like, like I was in the recently called list in their FaceTime or at the top of it. So they could just push a button. And then I told my daughter to set a timer. And if you don't hear from me, then like, you know, an hour and 20 minutes, cause I was expecting to be gone no more than like an hour. Like if you don't hear from me an hour and 20 minutes, FaceTime me and I'll tell you where I am, you know? Um, and if I don't hear, if you don't hear from me, then call mommy, you know, that kind of thing. So like that, that's, that was the plan. And, uh, they were fine. They were fine. Like they were in the exact same spots when I left them, when I got back. So it worked out. Okay. I ended up not telling my wife about it beforehand. I don't know if she had heard cause she's in the other room. She can usually hear what we're talking about in here. So if she's not, I mean, usually she's on a call. A lot of times she's on a call and has the door closed, but if she's not, she'll have the door open. I don't know if she hears. So she might've known already. <laughs> But I had mentioned, like, when, you know, we were talking when she got back home yesterday that, like, you know, it was real cold on my runs and stuff. And she was like, how far did you run over the weekend? And I was like, oh, I 
I was always within a mile of home. I just did some loops. So so I think that either she knew or but I didn't I didn't like tell her at a time. So I may be in I might be in trouble. I'm probably in trouble. But she kind of she she let it go for the moment. I mean the kids are all fine. I really thought, you know, I thought what was going to happen is um I thought that like she was going to get home, like put her bags down and the kids are going to be like, guess what daddy did? He left his home for like an hour over the weekend. You know, I really thought that that's how I, was gonna be. I really thought it was going to be like that. Um, but it, it wasn't. They were chill. They were chill about it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still here for now. <laughs> um. Dr. Josh is here, says, what up, co-fam? What's going on, Dr. Josh? I was just thinking about you on my run today. I was like, I hope Dr. Josh is doing all right. Yeah, just thought that's all it was. Um, all right, Louis says, the e-gels helped you with cramps? Oh, yeah, I think he helped dad, dad run out with cramps. Maybe I need to try them out. Use spring and one Martin in the LA Marathon. I think need something extra for cramps. You know what? You know what you could use for cramps? You could take that Hot Shots. Dr. Josh likes the hot, josh, hot shots. I thought it was okay. It was like a spicy pickle juice to me. But yeah. Uh, Travis McCuller says, do you notice a big difference in the higher price gels? I think so. Um, so like the Humid Chia Plus is a little bit more expensive. It's kind of like two seventy five, almost $3 a, a pack. And then the Martins are $4. Um, spring energy is kind of in that like 350 range spring energy. Like I don't notice, I don't feel like it performs better for me, but I just feel like I'm just eating food. And so I feel like, all right, that's why that's expensive. Cause I just feel like I'm eating fruit purees that are just not as like watery as fruit purees would be. But I just feel like I'm eating like fruit sauce, like applesauce and stuff. And it just feels great. Um, a very po like a condensed concentrated version of that and it's really good um the human chia plus i really like that one it's got a good amount of salt it's got a little bit of caffeine or some of them do the flavor is good and um it's got a good amount of sugar and just feel really good when you t I, I feel like i could eat those all day um and i wouldn't have a problem i remember when i did the crater trail 50k i went heavy on the chia human chia plus because i knew i was gonna be sweating a lot it's gonna be like 85 degrees um, so I wanted something that had a little bit more electrolytes, um, and that also that I could stomach all day long. And then the Martins, I just feel like, man, it just gets into your system fast and it keeps you like really topped up. And so like never get any GI distress, really easy to eat. Um, you know, and it just, it goes down fast, it hits you fast and, uh, your, I feel like your body can access it fast you know so that's why i like that one um all right uh let's see dad runner al says the e-gel is two dollars a pack yeah i think so like that would put it like kind of at the lower end time to or to medium end in terms of pricing like i think the science and sport i usually buy like there's like a 30 pack that you can buy i usually buy that one and i think i'm getting them for like a dollar and a quarter per Per unit i think the roctanes are like closer to a dollar and something a unit right 
I'm trying to, I haven't bought any Roctane in a while, so I can't really remember. But, yeah. So that's kind of like where I see the kind of the pricing for it. Dan Johnson says, regarding washing the kids and your wife, it's generally better to ask for forgiveness and permission. I don't know. I really feel like I should have asked for, for permission on this one. And I meant to. We talked about it on Friday. I meant to. It just, it, the, you know, the day got away from me and I didn't get a chance to do it. And then, you know, so like it, there wasn't a good time to kind of bring it up. <laughs> um, Sean Devlin says, my 10 year old's the same way. More than once she looked up from her iPad and called out to my wife. And I'm like, your mother's been gone for an hour. <laughs> yeah, my kids will do that too. Um, sometimes my kids, I mean, sometimes like we really spoil the kids, you know, and like, you know, in the morning, sometimes if it's a lazy day, we'll let them kind of like relax, have some breakfast on the couch and kind of just veg for a little bit. And, you know, they'll be demanding. They'll be like, Dad, I want a pancake. Or like, an, I'll, well, I'll put Nutella on like a waffle and they'll eat it like a sandwich. Sometimes they eat it open-faced, like a tostada, and other times they'll fold it up and eat it like a, a taco. Um, so I'll let them eat it on the couch. Uh, it's a leather couch, so we can just wipe everything down when they spill. But um, sometimes they'll be like, Dad, I asked you like a long time ago, where's my Nutella waffle? And I'm like, it's right there your hand is basically in it. You're like touching it. It's been there for like 20 minutes. I gave it to you and you, I told you it was there and you didn't really recognize that I was there. So they, they just get in the zone. Kids are just, they get hypnotized by it. I mean, we all do, all humans do. I think it's like, like I see it at the, like whenever I go, I guess I don't see it that much at the park anymore. I don't really, I guess it's been a while since my, my kids are getting old for like parks and playgrounds, I guess. But I used to see it all the time. Like, the place I would see it the most would be at the planetarium. The planetarium is not that big. And so people tend to let their kids kind of roam free at the Adler Planetarium in Chicago. And they would just be like, kids. I'd be like the only adult like interacting with my kids. And I'd be surrounded by like a sea of other children, all unattended. And I'm like, if I wanted to take a kid, so easy. I could just do it. But not that I don't want, not that I want to take a kid. The ease of it is not what is what holding me back or the difficulty. Um, but I'm just like, no one's paying attention to their kids. And like some of the kids are being nasty to each other. And like, I'm like, I'm just going to let that play out because neither of those kids are my kids. And um, I look around and around the periphery of all like the planetarium is just parents on their phones just like this. And I'm like, parents are even worse than the kids are when it comes to screen time. But, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm immune to it either. But I've been I've been really trying to like really far away and just like trick myself to not look at it so much. I've tried doing the thing where like you know how some people are like yeah I just deleted these apps from my phones uh, so that way like I, I it would be harder for me to do them. But I'm like some of these apps I kind of I mean it's kind of, it's not really my job to be on social media, but it kind of is too. So it's hard to not uh, I I need I need to be interacting in certain ways. But there's a lot of times where I'm like I'm I'm just on there scrolling, you know. So I try to try to keep it keep it down. Danny J says about spring. I have the same thought about spring. It's my current favorite gel to use in training, despite it not having the same energy punch. But I know it won't mess with my stomach. Yeah, I go, I don't feel like I get like a real like bump from it sugar wise. I feel like, uh, but it's like, if you just want to like 
be able to, I guess if you're very susceptible to sugar spikes um, or you just want to be able to eat more like real food, then I think that's a pretty good option for people. I wish it were cheaper. Then I would probably buy more of it. Although maybe that's just my rationale for one. No, maybe my, my, that's my rationale for just preferring something with like a really like strong punch in the face sugar kick. You know what I mean? All right, let's get to um, let's get to the other flavor. I know Dad Ronald says I should save it so I could try eating it on the run, but I'll see if I can order these because um, I do like that raspberry flavor. It's like a it's just like a donut. Just now I really want a donut. Um, but I want to try this other one. This one is uh, Juicy Watermelon. I enjoy that all the flavors have two words in it, you know, like a, a, a flavor name and a modifier, an adjective to go in front of it. Um, same numbers, 85 milligrams potassium, 230 milligrams sodium, 37 grams carbs. Same ingredients uh, or at least sugar sources, maltodextrin, filtered water, and fructose are the first three ingredients here. Cheers, guys. Smells like candy. This seems a little bit thicker than the other one for some reason. And it does not taste like, well, now it tastes like watermelon. In the first beginning, and I'm still kind of smelling smelling and tasting banana. It's like a banana. If, you were, if I were to guess the flavor, I would say banana, strawberry, watermelon. I think that's kind of what I'm getting. I'm getting some sort of like other berry fruit. Hmm. Maybe it's just the texture that's giving me that. Color is the same color. Yeah, same color as the the raspberry. It's pretty good. I think I'll probably get the the raspberry. because it very pleasantly reminds me of donuts. That's good. If you're looking for a gel that has 37 grams of carbs per uh, sachet or packet, um, and the Unived ones are too thin or watery for you, this is a way to go. I will say that some people will probably need to take these with water. And that's the thing that like with the Univet or the Science and Sport or even Martins, I don't need to take them with water at all. I usually don't need to take even like uh, cliff shots or goos with water either. Um, but I know some people like kind of absolutely have to. So I think that it's a little bit easier to take than a goo, but some people may still need water with it. Mm. Travis says, I've been using the Roctane for long runs and races for the last few months and seem to have a pretty good outcome with them. You know what the one thing I do like about those is that they're small. Like, packets are getting big. This EGEL one is relatively big. Science and Sport are huge. Univet has some big ones. Um, Spring is big. Um, Martins are big. Like, all those gels are big. I still think one of the funniest products I've ever seen uh, is that... Uh, there was a district vision pant, like running pant. Uh, and it came with eight slots 
for eight Martin gels to, to be put in there. Kind of like a bandolero thing. But like it's but instead of bullets, it was like um, it was Martin gels. I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> Very useful, extremely useful. I kind of wish I had those pants, but I was just think that it's like a like kind of kind of a, like a ludicrous product. The other thing that I think is really weird is um, I've seen them. They have them for like for triathletes, like the belt that people will put on that has their bib on it. Um, we'll sometimes just have like a little band of elastic sewn onto it and you kind of just like stuff the gel inside and it holds onto it kind of like this, like a little ring. I'm just like, I've seen some people have like all of their gels in like those little elastic holsters. There's no, there's no pocket holding it in. It's just a band around the middle and you just hope that the tension holds it in. And I'm just like, how does that not fall, all fall out? I don't, I don't know how that works. That would, that would just all fall out for me. I feel like. Maybe I'm too bouncy or I'm too, too jittery or something, but I just don't think that that will work for me. Tanner <laughs> says, my kid does, does the same, just yells from room for foods. <laughs> Mom, meatloaf now, what is she doing in there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, all right dad right now says if you want to get these you can order from the crank sports website i'll have to check that out mm. dan johnson said he's old school here i have yet to use a gel for a race or training run i've got a 25k trail run coming up and might just try one i was even a cliff bar marathon pacer there's a cliff bar marathon where's that um I mean, I would say, oh, if you got a 25K trail run, yeah, trail run, okay. I thought it said trail race the first time I read that out. So I was like, maybe not for a race, but for a trail, a 25K trail run, I mean, depending on the terrain, that would take me a couple hours. So like, yeah, definitely for a couple hours, I want to have something. What do you normally do? You just don't eat anything or you just drink your calories? What do you normally do? Do you have snacks? Do you pack stroop waffle? I still think that it's also quite funny. That Stroop waffle is a running snack. Like it just makes no sense. <laughs> it's it's so it's big. It's like a wide surface area. It's not like a dense food, you know. Like uh, granola bars, it makes sense. It's a dense food. Gels makes sense. Very dense food. Um, Stroop waffle. It's like light and airy, flat, wide surface area, easy to like mush in your pocket. It's like I don't know, but somehow it caught on. I mean, I'm happy about it because they're delicious, but <laughs> just so, so, so peculiar. Mm, Martha said, did I miss the watermelon? I Yeah, I mean, we got the watermelon here. Just had it. Oh, I think I'm behind you guys in the chat. Um, and Dad Ronald says it tastes like taffy. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, kind of candy-like flavors here. Dr. Josh says, Co, have you tried the Ucan gels? I tried them a long time ago. I want to say maybe this summer I tried, last summer I tried them. Um, those are big. Those are also very big. And that is also just like drinking liquid. You can pretty much like pour it in. Um, you don't have to like squeeze it up. You know, you just like kind of just dump it in. Um, for some reason, because like I know that they're like cornstarch based, right? Isn't that right? Is that what it is? Um, but like I... I just felt like, 
I could, I mean, I know that cornstarch doesn't taste like corn, but I just felt like there was something about the Yukon gels that I was like, I know there's supposed, this is supposed to be like an orange flavor or something, but it, there's something, there's something kind of like corn, like there's another flavor in there that I'm not sure what it was, but I felt like they worked. Um, I used those on a lot of really long training runs. Um, cause I was like, when I'm looking for just maintaining a high level of sugar, not necessarily looking for spikes like I like in a marathon. Um, but like for long training runs or for like ultra marathon runs, I, did I bring them for my, I'm trying to think now, did I have them for the FKT attempt of the heritage trail? That's the kind of run that I would bring them on though. That's where I liked them. Uh, Brandon Palmer says, Co, any recommendations for a headband for someone that sweats profusely from their head? Anything about 50 degrees and I'm constantly wiping my eyes and face. Hmm. I like junk bands. They have like um, the style. They have a lot of different styles. So there's always something that you can find. And then they make it so that way it's a little bit wider up front, which is good for someone that has a receding hairline. And then it kind of like... Uh, pinches in the back so it's not like so much covering your head so it doesn't cover so quite so much of like your head so it'll help with cooling so though that's probably one of the name brands that i see most often and then you know i just buy like three packs of them on amazon they're usually just made out of like uh kind of like a stretchy mesh material um and those have worked pretty good for me but i tend to prefer the junk bands ones so that's what i like all right let's see what else we got here uh mark said last week i mentioned i had some shin splints general advice was warm up with cap raises and be mindful of running surfaces so and shoe stack as it turned it turns out i was running on dead shoes see there we go you know some some people sometimes think that because i review shoes that i'm always constantly just trying to get people to buy more shoes um, that may be the effect of what I do, but I'm not, I don't care if people buy more shoes. Um, uh, the one exception being like, look, if you're, if you're getting hurt, if you don't feel great running, try a different pair of shoes. That's probably a, a good place to start too. Um, but I'm glad that that uh, has made a, that was a simple fix. Um, yeah, let's see, there's a follow up. He says... Uh, you know, I just have to get those out of the rotation and not save the Nimbus for anything. Yeah. Use them or lose them. I mean, the way I see it is like, if you're not sure, if you suspect that your shoes might be dead and it's kind of like, I mean, if you suspect your shoes are dead at like a hundred miles then it'd be like, uh, either the shoe's not getting along with you, or maybe you have a weird shoe, probably not the problem. But if it's like the shoes are at like 250, 275 miles, then I'd be like, it's it's worth trying another shoe. I'd say like, you know, maybe you're missing out on a handful of miles on that shoe, but like it's a pretty in overall it's a pretty inexpensive way to avoid injury, you know. If that if you think that could, I mean that's not going to be the case for every injury, but for something that's shin splints, you know. Uh, but I also do think that you know doing changing and being mindful of the surface is going to be also really helpful, but related to the idea of getting new shoes. Um, all right. Mm. 
let's see, everyone's checking their, their gels now, uh, <laughs> which I think is funny. Um, Eric says, uh, made me check my Martin gel dates. Still good through August to November. Phew. And then Martha said, where to go? Um, saw one from Martha. She says, I just checked my boxes of Martin gels. One expires next month. The other in August. Surely they're good for a while after in a cool, dry place. They, I, I think that they are. Um, I think that kind of all food sold in the United States has to have some sort of marking on it. So like, even like, uh, like I remember like the one example that always sticks out in my mind is like, um, there's expiration dates on salt, which is like, it's salt. It's a rock. Um, it doesn't go bad. Uh, but like, I just think that regulations require that you have to put something on there. So, but I, I don't think that Martin's like quite last quite that long. I've had one where it got puffy. I think I've told you that story where it's gotten puffy and it looked like it was about to pop because clearly something was like metabolizing. In there. So, um, that was one that I got rid of. I don't remember if there was a date on that one. That was the Martin, like unofficial, the silver packet, like the, with no label on it. So I don't remember if there was something stamped on it or not, if it was just all stamped on the box. But lately I've been buying them from the feed. I really got to contact the feed and we got to work out some sort of like uh, um, affiliate link. Cause I, I, I talk about them like every week. Um, I did just place another big order with the, with the feed too. Should be coming any day now. Um, but if you buy them, I buy them from the feed and then I just buy like six Martins and then six Martin calves at a time. You know, and that holds me over for a little while. Cause I, again, I don't use them for every single run. So like rather than buying like a box at a time, I'm still buying a box, but I'm getting the two different kinds that I like. So that's kind of what I've been doing with my Martin. <laughs> Travis McCullough said, my wife ate one of my Honey Stinger waffles after my race this weekend, and now I'm going to have to hide them. <laughs> that's awesome. But, you know, here's the good thing about that. That means you're just going to get to there. There will be no question when you're like, you bought more of those, you know, like, you know, there's not going to be any of that. Cause you'd be like, you like them. They're good. You can have them too. You know? So I, I would think of it as a good thing. I think that's a good thing, but just like, um, uh, you know, make sure like if you absolutely want, make sure you want to have one and there's like one left in the house, you know, maybe hide that last one, you know, <laughs> no, otherwise you might not have any. Dave says, hey, Co, have you tried the Hoka Speed Go 5s yet? Looking for a general purpose trail shoe that can also do a bit of road before the trails, et cetera. I haven't tried them yet. Um, I originally had planned to try and do a collab video with the Speed Goat, um, but they got to me so late that it was like by the time I had them, it was like taper time for LA Marathon. So I'm not sure when my video is going to come out on that because I want to be able to do some trail, like I'm not going to test them out in Chicago, you know? So I think we're going back to Iowa. We usually celebrate Easter early. So, um, we usually go back like Palm Sunday, the week before Easter. So I think probably right around then I'll have a couple of days where I can get into some trails and get lost and then finish my uh, well, I, th I think I'll finish, have finished my Garmin 945 testing by then too. The big test for the Garmin 945 is going to be, um, the shakeout route for Kofuzi Run Club. 
because I've run in DC before, and there's lots of I've told you this before, guys before too that there's lots of like many loot, like different routes you can go on that are very close to each other, um, and some of them take you the way you want, and some of them will like veer off later. So like if, if this can get me going the right way, then that'll be the ultimate test. But then maybe I'll just keep wearing the 945 and do some more testing in the in the trails in Iowa where I have gotten lost before, even though I've been there. So that it'll be a bit on on me. Sorry about that. But I think there's a lot of people that are already reviewing it, so that should give you a pretty good idea uh, of what it's going to be. All right, let's do a couple more, and then I got to get going. Um, Luke Lennon said, "I just ate an August 2021 Martin this past weekend. It still worked. I'm sure it'll still work. Did it taste all right?" I feel like if it tastes all right, it's fine. Just because there's so much that's not like not in it. It's not like you're eating like um, something that has lots of different flavors or that can mask nastiness. I think if it started to go, you would know right away. But that'd be one of those situations where you like eat it and it's rancid and you'd be like, ah. I mean, that, how, how just disgusting would that be? Can you imagine that? Let's say you're like, <laughs> let's, let's say you're running Boston. Not that they would have expired martins at boston but let's say you're just running any marathon and you're with the pack you're with the pace group and then all of a sudden you know at one at a certain point someone just starts like vomiting and you're like you okay what's going on they're like bad gel like i've never heard of that happen before but now i'm like now i'm not gonna be able to get that out of my mind Danny J says, don't water bottles have expiration dates? I believe that they do. I'm not sure how that works. But I guess it would be like, well, if, I guess like can will the, like, the seal on the water bottle like degrade over time? I'm not sure how that works. Lucas H says, his scratch packets are expired and the store sold them to me already expired. Ooh, that's a bummer. I would probably just bring it back. I'm sure that they'll exchange them to you for you. Mm. <laughs> Dr. Josh says, you're at a table, you're at a restaurant and you say, excuse me, is this table salt expired? Can you imagine telling them, like, I feel like the salt is a little off. Can I get another salt shaker, please? And then just get you one from the other table and bring it to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure the rest of your food would come out with spit in it at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon says bacteria bacteria if it's expired Martin it won't go to waste in this household <laughs> nice oh, nice Dan Johnson says there's a lot of confusion on expiration dates or rather best sell dates a lot of that is simply marketing and a way to move product that, that I can certainly understand that there is a difference between best buy dates and uh, like sell by dates but um, yeah, I feel like either way, it's kind of a good barometer as to like, maybe this has been around a little bit too long. Yeah. Martha says expiration dates for tablets like Tylenol and similar can be ignored. A pharmacist told me the worst that could happen is it loses its strength after a half-life of a century, probably. Well, I mean, if it lost 50% of its uh, potency in 100 years, that's kind of a lot, but I guess 100 years is also a very long time. 
Um, but yeah, my my wife all the time is very very like she looks at all the labels, especially on the medicine, like the children's Motrin. She's like, make sure the children's Motrin isn't expired. Like it's a conversation we have going into the winter, because that's usually when the kids get sick. So we got some children's Motrin over here, coincidentally. Um, I don't see where the I think it's oh, expires twelve twenty two. This is children's Motrin. Is it right there? Uh, it's too bright in here. Let's see if you can see it. Yeah, see. I I'm pretty sure, Martha, that I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to be allowed to win that argument to say that it's probably fine to have expired medications. I'm just letting you know how it goes in this house. <laughs> and I said I I couldn't wait. I just made a flat white, so I got a stroop waffle. That sounds good. That sounds really good. All right, I'm about to lose my camera here. The battery is dying. There we go. Uh, we haven't done that in a long time, so it means it must mean that spring is coming because it's getting warmer in here. So uh, I'm going to leave it there for today, guys. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Tomorrow, we're going to have to play a game. It's Trivia Tuesday, and we haven't had a real game in a long time. I'll think of something for tomorrow. We'll figure it out. We'll have some fun. Same time as today, uh, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully, I'll see you then tomorrow. I don't think we're going to have a video tomorrow, but we'll do the live stream. So hopefully I'll see you then. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.